Listener Production. Hello, and you are very welcome to another episode of Ha! Science Explained, a weekly podcast brought to you by Listener and Cosmos. Today, you've got me, Evram Yazgan, and I'm going to piece together for you all the bits and pieces that make up the universe. What is all the stuff in the universe made of? And, for that matter, pardon the pun, what keeps everything moving, burning, sticking together, blowing apart? The answer is to be found in the hodgepodge assortment known as the standard model of particle physics. Like a party pack of lollies, the standard model describes the different flavours, colours, shapes and sizes of particle from which everything in the universe is made. Only flavour and colour in this context mean something very different. But we'll get to that in a little bit. The word standard might make you think of something that's ordinary and agreed on. The standard model is anything but. It is the most complete glossary we have for the mysteries of the universe, but it's still got a few holes. We'll also get onto that a bit later. Picture the standard model as a dinner table setting, with particle forks and force knives lined up either side around the plate that is the Higgs boson. So far, so simple, right? Simple if you have a PhD in theoretical physics and a working knowledge of the Greek alphabet, that is. In a nutshell, the standard model is divided into the matter particles and the force carriers, with the Higgs boson on its own in the middle. The matter particles aren't called that because they matter more to physicists, though in a way they matter to all of us a whole lot. These are the particles that make up all the stuff in the universe, everything from galactic dust to the closest flower, and, of course, us and the air we breathe. Every atom is made of arrangements of matter particles. These particles, called fermions, are, in turn, divided into the negatively charged leptons and quarks, which come together to make things like the protons and neutrons in atomic nuclei. The best-known lepton is the humble electron. Electrons are not only key to all our electrical stuff, their arrangements in atoms give rise to all sorts of fun effects. They lead to how materials interact and the different properties of the elements making up the periodic table that we all refuse to memorise in high school. Leptons come in another Pokemon character the speedy neutrino. Physicists don't think these superlight particles have violated the cosmic speed limit set by light, despite erroneous experimental results being (coughs) leapt on back in 2011. But they're not actually sure. These little critters also level up from the electron neutrino to the muon neutrino and the tau neutrino. Still in the fork lineup that is matter particles are the quarks. Like the seven dwarves, if there were only six, these little friends have fun names, and quarks also level up. Level one has the up and down quark. In level two, we have the charm and strange quarks. Then come the top quark and bottom quark. Different arrangements of quarks produce different things. For example, 
Protons are made when two up quarks and one down quark are glued together, and neutrons require the smushing of one up quark with two down quarks. Quarks come in three different kinds that particle physicists call colors. Color is an intrinsic property, like red or green, that relates to the mysterious and intriguing da 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 strong force. What is the strong force? I hear you ask. Well, that leads me nicely to the knife side of the standard model, the force carriers. There are four fundamental forces in nature. Star Wars fans like myself might say there are actually five, including the force. But we're going to put Yoda's glorified yoga to one side for today. Boson particles are responsible for three of those forces. Electromagnetism, unsurprisingly, is the force responsible for electrical effects and magnetic attraction and repulsion. This force is communicated through the photon, the massless particles of light. The nuclear weak force is the force behind radioactive decay. Despite its name, it is not weak. There are three carrier particles for this force. In classic scientist fashion, they are given the uninspiring names W+, W-, and Z bosons. The nuclear strong force is the glue that holds atomic nuclei together. In equally classic scientist fashion, particle physicists have given the carrier for this force the dumbfoundingly original name gluon. I bet that one took ages to come up with. The fourth force, gravity, remains the elephant in the room, or that drunk uncle who everyone likes but no one wants to talk to. Gravity appears to be a bit special. See, it's actually super weak compared to the other forces. In fact, gravity is 10,000 billion, 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 billion times weaker than electromagnetism. And it doesn't stop there. This misfit of a force doesn't even want to adhere to the wholly standard model. Gravity is the only force not to have a carrier particle discovered. With all this talk of bosons, you are probably wondering when this bozo would get to the main plate, Higgs boson, the god particle. The Higgs rounds out the standard model as it exists today. This boson doesn't carry a force, but gives all the other particles their masses through their interactions with what is called the Higgs field. Like a four-dimensional jelly, other particles pass through the Higgs field and interact with it. How strongly they do so is what makes them heavier or lighter. What does the standard model not tell us? Well, there's so much that there's an entire area of physics called Beyond the Standard Model, devoted to all the model's shortcomings. At the moment, The standard model doesn't explain gravity, or why neutrinos are so light. It also doesn't explain why we can't see 80% of all matter, i.e. dark matter. And that's only the tip of the iceberg. The standard model is great at being just that. It's a standardised view of what we do know of the universe. But its well-known limitations are what makes doing physics exciting there's still so much more to discover about the secrets of the cosmos. 
Thanks for listening to me ramble about the bits and pieces of the universe. We'll be back soon with more weird and wacky answers to life's questions. But in the meantime, you can head to cosmosmagazine.com for more science just like this. Otherwise, we'll be back again next week for another Ha! Science Explained.